can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Boston Celtics defeat the Cavaliers 141-103. to An exciting game, and it was great to see the bench show out today as well. I uh, want to get started and go through player of the game. Uh, and then we'll continue doing the good and some of the some of the areas for improvement. Uh, there wasn't a ton of those, so the back half of today's podcast will be light. And that is an exciting thing to say. But to get started here, need to give player of the game to the one and only Jalen Brown. Uh, set an NBA record today, 33 points in just 19 minutes. The most points scored by... Any NBA player in NBA history under 20 minutes played. Uh, so congratulations to Jalen Brown. Uh, now in the record books. Gotta love that. Uh, but across the board, you saw one of the most efficient nights we have seen in a very long time. As a team, Celtics shot 56% from the field and 50% from three. We shot a lot less threes than we did against Philly, 14 of 28 today. Uh, But what you saw was everyone getting to their spots, being ultra efficient. Uh, We saw a bench unit that really showed out. Uh, But I do want to highlight JB for a little bit here because his game was as fluid as it gets. Uh, You saw him actually get in foul trouble fairly early in the game as well. So we actually... Didn't get to see much of him in the second quarter, uh, but it didn't really make didn't really make much of a difference. The Celtics absolutely destroyed the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jalen Brown, thirty three points on thirteen of twenty shooting, three of four from three, four of four from the line, three rebounds, an assist, and two steals, and only one turnover. Jalen Brown was lights out today. Uh, It was another game where, you know, his mid-range was absolutely unstoppable. Uh, He had a a great assist early to a streaking Thompson. Uh, And then, you know, he ended the, he had, I believe it was nine first quarter points, 13 points in the first half. Uh, And then he had 20 points in the third quarter alone. Uh, The guy just, did not miss the entire day, it seemed. Uh, end of the night, plus 31. The entire team, for the most part, was in the positives. And we looked fantastic. We looked really good. Uh, if you look at our, our core, at least the, the starting lineup, you got Jalen Brown with 33, Kemba, 21, Daniel Tice, another great night, 17 points. Uh, 12 points for Marcus Smart, but you saw him really step his game up on the defensive end. Five steals, nine assists. Uh, And then Tristan Thompson, uh, not a ton of points, only had five, but he had 12 rebounds. So this was one of the most complete games that we have seen this year. And you saw everyone on the bench pretty much contribute to that. 
You know, there were two players on our team that did not score. And that was Taco Fall, who only played nine minutes. And then Jeff Teague. Uh, and I think all of you have, have an opinion on Jeff Teague at this point. Uh, I know I do as well. But uh, overall, really solid game. We saw, you know, the bench really show up today. Carson Edwards was playing for his life at this point. Uh, I've been a notorious Carson Edwards hater. And, you know, it, it, it hasn't always been that case. I've, I loved Carson Edwards when we drafted him, and then he has not really done anything since. But for whatever reason, this Cavaliers team cannot stop him because the two best games of his career have both come at the Cavaliers' expense. Uh, he ended the night 18 points on 7 of 12 shooting. He's always a guy that's going to come in and shoot a million shots. Whenever he touches the ball, it's probably going up. Uh, but he shot well. 7 of 12 overall, 2 of 6 from 3, 2 of 3 from the line. He had 5 rebounds, a steal, an assist. Uh, overall, solid game. He led you know, the entire bench in scoring. Uh, and the other guy that, that really stepped up on the bench was Neesmith. And this was... His best performance in a, a Celtics uniform by far. Uh, it, I think it's the only game that he's actually shot over 50% or even over 30% at that point. Uh, but shot 11, 4 of 6, 3 of 5 from 3 with 11 points. 6 rebounds. So, great showing from Neesmith. Uh, and these are, these are great Great signs. He had a uh, he had 17 minutes played, tops amongst the bench. Uh, I guess besides Carson, who played 19, but uh, I guess tops amongst the bench outside of Carson, and we played played really well. You know, the other thing that I I do want to mention is is Kemba Walker, and we saw we didn't see a ton of minutes from him, 24. Uh, but if you look at his minutes again, very efficient. 7 of 12 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, uh, made all four of his free throws, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. And he ended the night with 21 points. So the reason I, I really like to bring this up is Kemba Walker, third straight game, has looked very, very healthy. Not great, not good. I mean, he's looked fantastic, but he's looked very healthy. And that's the most important thing. Uh, he's still getting his legs underneath him as far as minutes goes. Um, I don't know if the, the minutes restriction is, was really lifted, but it was a game where we didn't need him. <laughs> Jalen Brown under the night with 19 minutes. Uh, so, I mean, you know, for me, Kemba Walker has been a delight to have back. Um, and it's it's a guy that we're going to need. You know, if we can have someone else on the team that can contribute 20-plus points on an, any given night, the Celtics team is going to be dangerous. Uh, it has been, I, I don't know, I can't say confirmed yet, uh, but it is expected that Jason Tatum will return on Monday. 
so we'll have our big three back in action for the first time this season. So very much looking forward to that. Uh, the other guy that I, I, I need to talk about here is Tice because Tice has just continued to show up. And we saw today that, you know, Brad decided to go back to the double big lineup that everybody for the most part has hated. And it was, it worked. I mean, everything worked. I can't really say that it was, (laughs) I can't say that it was the fact that we started double bigs because everything the Celtics tried to do today worked and it went really well. So I'm thrilled to, you know, put together a full 48 minutes. Really, it's the only game that we've we've done that all year. Uh, we've seen a lot of games where we build a, a massive lead and then we give it all back. And today was, you know, the one game that it didn't happen. We didn't have to worry about it. Uh, so that was huge. It was huge. And Daniel Tice is a massive part of that. He is just very good at finding his shot and not trying to do too much. Uh, he was four of six tonight, one of three from from three, and eight of eight from the free throw line. So he was attacking. I mean, he was getting to the line. He was getting to the hoop. He was continuing to to pressure the Cavaliers. And this is a Cavaliers team that has a lot of bigs. You know, they're a physical physical team. Drummond is a he's not an easy guy to go against. Uh, and he did it against him. He did it against Jared Allen. Uh, he really, he had his way today. He looked really good. He looked really good. Uh, the other guy that, for me, I, I almost gave him player of the game regardless of the amount that he scored. Uh, but Jalen Brown setting a NBA record. I kind of need to give player of the game to him at that point. But the other guy that played unbelievable today was Marcus Smart. And for the majority of the first half, he was the player of the game. He was the the player of the first half, for sure. Uh, End of the night, 12 points. uh, But five steals. Five steals and a block. On top of nine assists. So, you know, it's another another all-NBA, first-team, NBA Defensive Player of the Year award type night. For Marcus Smart. Uh, And it's good to see. And it was efficient. You know, I I mentioned it on the podcast that I did with Sam Horning. uh, That, you know, my magic number for Marcus Smart is 10 shots. And he shot 8 tonight. Uh, And again, it's not a typical Marcus Smart night. He's not going out and giving you 36 minutes. He only did 27. But 5 of 8 shooting. And only 2 3 attempts. Made one of them. Uh, so this is the Marcus Smart that, you know, me personally, I like. He had a great fake pass to Thompson for a floater in the lane. Uh, unbelievable left hand behind the back pass to Tice for a mid-range jumper. And then he had that other no-look over the left shoulder pass to Thompson. So the guy's just, he's been explosive 
from an assist standpoint. And it's not something that we've we've seen a ton of this season because the Celtics have really relied on his scoring with JT out, with Kemba out. Like we've needed another guy to step up and and score some points and that has been him, but this is when the Celtics are most efficient. When Marcus Smart is under 10 shots and he is consistently dishing the ball. Because there are few people in the league, and this might be a hot take, but there are few people in the league that run a pick and roll as well as Marcus Smart does. He's a very good pick and roll player. He gets his way into the lane. And it's not always for a shot. More often than not, he's going to end up dishing the ball. And this is where he excels. And this is a game that, you know, he really showed out. He really showed out. Um, I mean, you look up and down. This this Celtics game was just unbelievable to watch. So I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to run through every single player because I could give you great stats from everyone here. Uh, But if you look across the board, the only two people that really didn't play well were Tremont Waters, who had three turnovers, and then Grant Williams. Again, three turnovers. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, he either hit the shot clock or just traveled or whatever. Uh, So, I mean, outside of those two, this Celtics team, up and down, played unbelievable. And you even saw Taco Fall get in there. He had two blocks. Didn't do anything as far as points go, but he had two blocks. He looked good. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, overall, it's a a really, really solid win. I'm assuming this is probably the least watched Celtics game of the season with the – Kansas City Chiefs Buffalo Bills game being on at the exact exact same time, it's still going on right now. Uh, although the Chiefs are handedly winning this game at this point, but um, you know it's it's exciting. It's good to see the Celtics bounce back after losing three and uh, playing a team in the Cavaliers that are coming off of two excellent wins against the Brooklyn Nets, who most people are. You know, chalking up as one of the best teams in the NBA at this point, uh, and they, they were the first team to play the new the new Nets big three in Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, and they beat them two games in a row, one in double overtime and one in regulation. Uh, so it's you know it's a, it's a big win for the Celtics. It was a must win. I said that last podcast, uh, and it's good to see them come out victorious. And you know, for me, the biggest positive coming out of this game is you know we started the game unbelievable uh 73 to 51 was the score at the end of the half and historically the third quarter kills us uh we did not let up whatsoever you know there was a point in the third where we went pretty much all bench players and I'm not gonna lie got kind of nervous was really hoping that we weren't gonna let our foot off the gas and our bench just showed up. Carson Edwards started hitting shots. Neesmith started hitting shots. Uh, So this was the first game where, you know, start to finish, there was no let up. The Celtics dominated this game. Uh, So it's good to see. 
you know, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things that I'm looking for, I guess, moving forward. Uh, before we do so, I want to take a, a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back for the back half of today's podcast. Uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, there's not a, not a ton to talk about as far as negatives from today's game. Uh, the Cavaliers did, however, have a two-point lead uh, at the tip-off. Uh, we were losing two to zero, uh, and it was pretty terrible to see that two zero deficit. Uh, the Celtics turned it around and did pretty well uh, the rest of the game. So outside of that, the only negative for me, actually, I guess the only the only two negatives were the play of Jeff Teague and Grant Williams. And I tweeted this out earlier. You can follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. But Grant Williams is starting to see his minutes dwindle. Uh, And I've been a huge fan of Grant's for a long time. You know, I hate to say it, but I might, I might be moving away from that. You know, he brings a lot of energy. He has that intensity like Marcus Smart does, but he is just, he's been turnover prone. He's been taking terrible shots. He's trying too much on offense, in my opinion. And you know, overall had a, a really tough game, a really tough game. I mean, one of his shots hit the shot clock. He went up for another shot behind the hoop and just was forced to travel. So it, it's tough. It's a tough look. I mean, that for me was probably the biggest negative of today. And again, it's it's not, it's hard to find a negative in a 40-point win. But I mean, between him and Teague, neither of them played well. And you know, I'll talk about Teague here for a little bit because I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. If you look at Jeff Teague, he brings you three point shooting. He hasn't really shot a lot of threes lately. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's a, a crazy opportunity, but I'm I'm really back on the Isaiah Thomas hype train here. You know, it's been reported that he's had talks with multiple NBA teams. Part of me has a feeling that that is probably the Nets at this point because they're in desperate need of bench threats. Not that that will really solve their defense problem, but they need people to round out their roster. For me, I mean, you look at this team up and down. Tremont Waters, Jeff Teague, Carson Edwards... They're all expendable at this point. None of them, none of them bring you great defensive effort. Uh, you know, Jeff Teague obviously being the the better of the three on the defensive end. 
they're all, for the most part, undersized guards, can shoot, but don't really get the opportunity to. They're not great at creating their own shot. Isaiah Thomas has proved to the, to everyone in Boston that he can be a threat. Yes, he's been injured. I don't know if it's going to continue to be that way. But I'm kind of on the, the IT hype train here. We've got three guys that realistically can't get rid of. I would like to see us try and try and make a move before the trade deadline. All of them have guaranteed salary, so it's not really a case where we can just drop them. I mean, we'll have to eat that salary, so I wouldn't mind trading any of them anywhere for a second-round pick at this point. I don't think any of them are worth much more than that. Uh, I don't think they have much value across the league. But getting a guy like Isaiah Thomas could be a legit scoring threat if you you know put him in lineups where there's really not a, a big point guard. You know, he probably he might have struggled a little bit against a guy like Sexton, who's kind of a tenacious defender. I mean, you saw him all over Kemba at points. Uh, Kemba obviously had his way and did what he needed to do, but I think it's I think it's worth a shot. I think it's worth a shot. I mean, at this point, we could sign him for the veterans minimum. We could get him at almost no cost. Outside of our TPE options, which you know we could talk about, but I mean, a lot of uh, those guys are probably going to come from the Cavs too. I mean, we're talking about it. I mean, Jared Allen, Drummond, Larry Nance Jr. Those are three guys that have been linked to the Celtics. I know every Celtics fan in the world wants Drummond. It's not even possible. So I kind of hope everyone puts that to bed. You know, he makes too much. By like $200,000, he's outside of our TPE option, so it's not going to happen. So, I mean, realistically, outside of the TPE option, we have we have people that we could move and open up spots for a guy like IT and not have to break the bank and still bring in some bench scoring. I personally, I, I would love to see it. You know, there, there are other guys that we've talked about uh, on the podcast about potential TP options, Aaron Gordon being one of them. The other that's been circulating a lot more recently is Harrison Barnes. Uh, and, you know, he's another guy. I mean, he's slightly older from, the, from that pack, but he's another guy that could bring in some bench depth. And he's not... He's not huge. He's not going to be going out there and giving you a, a center. But for times where Tatum needs to come off the court and rest, could give you a legitimate threat at three. I mean, he'll go, he'll sit in the corner, shoot threes. So like he can do that. Uh, but he can also drive. I mean, he's, I don't think he's washed up completely yet. I mean, he's definitely declined the last couple of years. But I mean, you saw, you saw him get some pretty good minutes when he was at Golden State. Again, that that Golden State offense just seems to open up people's careers anyway because you have such threats in Klay Thompson, Durant at the time, and Steph Curry, obviously. So um, I think it could be a, a legitimate option. I mean, no, we don't have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant, but we do have Kemba, JB, and Tatum. Different players, obviously, probably not as explosive as those three, but they're guys that draw a lot of attention on the defense. So it could be a, a legitimate opportunity 
to strengthen that bench unit as well. You know, I, I want to look forward to the Bulls game tomorrow uh, because we've got a a team that's not playing well, uh, seven and nine on this season so far. Uh, but Zach Levine has been unbelievable, averaging twenty six point eight points per game, which prior to today's game is pretty much right where both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were. I believe they were at 26.9 heading into today's game. Uh, So obviously JB went up slightly, Uh, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy. Uh, They're a a team that plays at a pretty fast pace and the Celtics, I think, I think should win this. No problem. We'll probably see Jason Tatum on a minutes restriction of probably 10 to 15 just based off what they gave Rob when he first came back. But the good part is, because we destroyed the Cavaliers today, our starters didn't really play much. You know, they all stayed under 30 minutes. They all stayed under 27 minutes, which is Marcus Smart. It was a high. Uh, so they're pretty well rested at this point. So I'm looking forward to a, a game with fresh-ish legs, and it should be a good one. It should be a good game here tomorrow. So, you know, honestly, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it short today. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs just beat the Buffalo Bills 38-24 for any NFL fans out there. Uh, but, yes, that is the dedication that I bring to you. I am recording a podcast instead of watching sports with volume. Uh, but, anyways, guys, that's what we got today. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to follow, rate, review, uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and make sure to tune in again tomorrow for our next podcast coming out after the Bulls game. I will talk to you soon, Celtics fans, and have a great rest of the night. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.